And hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 70. We made it. We made it to episode friggin' 70. Can you believe it? This thing, I thought it was dead after seven, and here we are at 70. Let's get this going. Who's a fat boy? We are back. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Are you are you feeling okay? Have you been counting your calories? Are you getting that summer sun in? It's hot. It's humid. Finally, we have a break from it. Finally, the humidity has died and we have a bit of a cool breeze. Thank God for that. Uh, hopefully, you're doing all right. Hopefully, you're not being too hard on yourself. You know, maybe you're being hard on yourself one day and the next day you're feeling okay. You know, you're taking a little bit of the heat off the old, you know, brain, the, the the torment that you're constantly putting yourself through. Hell, I know I'm trying to do it as best I can. But it's a, it's a, you know, it's a daily thing. It's like alcoholics, you know, one day at a fucking time. And that is what we are trying to do here on the podcast. This is a pro fast food podcast. As you know, we are going to be talking about some fast food today as there is a new one that I have tried and you know, I've got a review coming with it. And, you know, we, there's not many of us in the biz, in the, in the health and fitness industry, you know, everyone's trying to cut the calories and, and go keto and, you know, work out till you puke. And, and we're a little bit different here. We are trying to find the path to loving yourself because that is something I struggle with daily. Uh, I don't like myself. I haven't for a very long time. And going through old journals and stuff like that, it seems like I've had quite a hate fest on myself for a very long time. So, you know, I am working on it, though. I'm trying to feel better. I'm trying to look in the mirror and say, hey, this guy's okay. But in the meantime, you know, you just got to do your best. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you guys feel this. It feels like there is some kind of change coming in the air. I don't know if it's that falls around the corner my favorite season you know when that when when nature starts to have a bit of a benji buttons and gets old and crusty i guess that happens at birth though bad metaphor sorry about that but just think of the crusty part of that movie when he's a crusty little baby that's my fall crusty little benji baby and you know the heat's better the, the doors don't swell when you open them, it's nice, you know, it's a nice clean open. All my doors are swollen right now. It's very, very strange. It makes me feel like uh, if, if the doors are swollen, my joints must be a mess. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I'm going to get fucked by change. I feel like change is in the air. I'm going to get fucked by it. I am going to, to feel the wrath of change. And good sir, I am going to get by it. So anyway... You know, big things coming up. I don't know how you guys are feeling. It looks like we're going to have a fucking federal election in Canada. Not super stoked about that. Doesn't seem like, you know, it's the 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 parties that are not in power are trying to be like, oh, he's just doing this because he wants a majority government. Well, of course he wants a majority government. If this is the answer for him to get a majority government, then you would go for it because you can't get fuck all done when you don't have a majority government, when you have to rely on other parties to get things passed. Nothing really gets done. It's like, 
you know, you get put into power, you, you, you campaign, you win this election. And then it's like, Oh, by the way, you have a minority government. More than half the things that you want to get through are not going to get through. And you know what? I don't love the prime minister of Canada. I am someone that usually votes liberal just because I'm not a conservative and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm definitely more NDP, but I just don't love the party so much. So I do try to keep it liberal, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it this time. I think I might have to go NDP. And if you're listening, Aaron O'Toole, please, please, I don't know how you got my name. I don't know how your stupid party got my address, but stop sending me letters that seemingly come from you with lots of words underlined and in bold. It's very well it's like a it's like an angry a letter that some high school kid wrote to his teacher because he didn't want to do homework. That's what it feels like. For some reason, I've gotten two of these letters now. They're exactly the same. They, you know, have some kind of, it's, you know, some kind of program where it just inputs my name. It says my name a lot during the letter, which uh, I also find very weird for it to come from this guy and seem like, I wrote you this four-page letter. I took some time out of my day, Matthew. Uh, don't like it. So what I did is I put a little note with it. I, like, taped up the envelope, had a little note that said, I'm not a part of your party. Please stop mailing me. So instead of me, you know, this is, uh, I kind of found, I don't know if this this is a, a something that actually would work, but I found a mail hack that it'd be kind of interesting to try. So this is what you do. The address that you want to mail it to, put that in the return address. And if you don't, like I'm saying, if you don't want to use a stamp. So if you put where you want it to go in the return address, then they'll send it back to that address. You get what I'm saying here? I kind of want to try it and see if it works. You know, just do like a test letter. So I don't know. Maybe you guys want to try it too. Maybe you want to write into the show. You know, send me an email, pocketsfatboy at gmail.com. I get fans from all over the world here. You know, see some of you want to send me mail or you want to send your family mail or whatever it is. Give it a shot. Let me know if it works. You know, and I might just try too. But anyway, I'm RTSing this thing after I opened it, hoping that, you know, it does go back to Mr. Peter O'Toole's office in Ottawa and he can just get fucked and leave me alone. I don't, I, I don't get any other letters. I don't even get letters for parties that I voted for. I think I registered with the liberals a long time ago, but I don't even know if that still exists. Like, I don't know if I'm still on there. I might've left. I can't remember. Anyway, why am I only getting it from the conservatives? I get it if you're going to send one and it's going to be like to resident or to homeowner or whatever, you know, but yeah, I, somehow you got my info and I don't like that, Mr. O'Toole. And the conservative government doesn't have a chance to tell. The only reason I want this election to happen is so he will get removed from being the leader of that party so they can have a hope in hell. Hey, if they got a good leader, that's not too insane then i'm fine if they come into power i you know what i don't really believe in conservative parties and stuff like that i think it's unfair 
to weaponize people's fear in God to, you know, create, to, to create laws, to create things that, that will get passed in the house of commons. I just don't, I think it's cheap. I think it's real cheap. And, you know, I think it's, I, I just don't think religion should be tied into politics so much. I think nothing good has ever come of it. So that's the last I'll say on that in this opening turd. And you know what? We got a lot, a lot of birthdays to get through. Okay, guys. So we're it's August 14th. We got some big fucking birthdays here. We got Mila Kunis. You remember from that 70s show? Russian. She's 38. Dostrovia. Dostrovia. Have some vodka. Hope she's having some vodka tonight with Ashton. Uh, Steve Martin is 76. It's going to be a bit of a weird time. Like, he's definitely, you know, I don't know how much longer Steve Martin has. What's going to happen to that banjo? Is he going to be buried with the banjo on his chest? Is he one of those guys? Or is he going to get cremated and have his ashes turned into the, <laughs> the like, base of a banjo? I don't know. One or the other, right? Happy birthday, Steve. Halle Berry, 55. She looks great. 55 years old. She's very close to being a senior citizen. So is Catherine Bell from JAG. She's 53. Marsha Gay Harden, 62. She's a senior. Young senior, but you're still a senior. You know, she's done a lot of good stuff. She's uh, acted with some heavyweights. Good for her. Charlotte Nicodow. She's 30. Not a big star. Uh, she's Australian. If you watched Please Like Me, she was in a couple seasons of that, maybe one season. Lamorne Morris. You know him from New Girl. He's 38. He's a year older than me, but you probably better know him if you're in Canada. He's the Bank of Montreal guy now in the commercials. Very weird casting. I wonder how that... How did you... What? What? How did this happen? How did you become, like, the spokesperson for Bank of Montreal? I, I guess they have them there, but I, I think he's only doing commercials in Canada. I don't know what's going on. Obviously, they're a big new girl fan. God bless them. Susan St. James, she's 75. I don't know who she is. I don't know who the guy beside her is. Wim Wenders, he's 76. I don't fucking know. He he looks like Billy Connolly's cousin or something. He's got the curly long hair. He's got the fucking, these tiny little, you know, the Eugene Levy glasses. I don't understand how those glasses, you could not be distracted by the frames every time you're going out and and trying to, trying to you know, use them in the world. I, I don't understand how people have these tiny little glasses. It's like... They're like a like a doctor in the Wild West or something. I don't understand it. Uh, you know, we're getting a little bit low here. Jackie Harry, she's 65. Listen, you'd know her if you saw her. She's got attitude, and I like it. Susan Olson, 60. Now, uh, she's the pigtailed kid from the Brady Bunch for sure. Definitely to see her as a Brady Bunch kid. Probably didn't do anything after that. Probably didn't do fuck all after that. That's okay, though. You don't have to fucking do everything all the time. Okay, uh, I don't know. This this person looks. Emmanuel Beard is fifty eight. She's obviously French. Happy birthday! She looks like someone that would be like, oh, you're a French actress, but you were in the Italian job or something. Uh, let me look her up quick. Let me look, let me see. I'm, <laughs> I'm Mission Impossible. She's a fucking Mission Impossible. I knew it. I knew it. It's like she branched out 
she branched the fuck out and did an American film. And of course, it's like a big fucking blockbuster. Happy birthday. Fitness update. Okay, well, we're going to keep this thing moving, and I will say that my fitness update is, it's okay. You know, I'm staying consistent, I'm getting on the bike, I'm feeling the sweat, I'm getting back into the weights more now. I feel like I stayed away from the weights a little bit. You know, I'm still clean-shaven, I'm still, you know, looking at this new beast in the mirror, and I'm trying to get used to him. You know, I can't hide behind that beard, as I talked about in the last episode, I can't do that anymore. But fitness-wise, I'm feeling pretty good. I do feel like I have constant heartburn lately. I don't know if that's part of the the diet that I've had, if if I've been having too much acid, too much spice, you know, too much uh, late night eating. I don't know what it is, but I've just kind of felt this, not major, not like when you get acid reflux and it feels like like, uh, something's punctured in your chest. It's kind of what that feels like. But just kind of like that acidic kind of roll, kind of sloshing. You know, like, did you ever have one of those, uh, it was like a little glass rectangle, had blue water in it, and then it would have like a little little surfer guy, and you could just kind of mimic what a, you know, like a, a surfer wave would be. I had one of those, you know, I think they used to be a real fun gift shop kind of thing when you went traveling. So I had, you know, that's kind of what I picture the acid reflux doing inside of me. So, uh, yeah, you know, I got to figure that out. I feel like I come from a family of heartburn. Hold on a second while I take a swig of of red wine. (laughs) I just don't know what's causing all this heartburn. (laughs) Anyway, feeling pretty good with the exercise stuff. Worked out today. Did a couple of workout vids. You know, sometimes I like to just do that, just get someone to tell me what to do. It seems to be pretty easy doing the cardio on the bike. And now it seems like, you know, everywhere I go, everyone's like, you know, when I research some of these fitness people, they're like, you know, cardio is bullshit and you should really just be doing, you should be doing strength conditioning, you should be doing workouts and, uh, not running on a treadmill or whatever, biking, doing cycling classes, you know, stuff like that, really apparently isn't that great. But I think it's still good for your cardio. I think it's still good for your heart. So you just might not see the kind of changes in your body that you are hoping to see. Health news. News that is health-related. Okay, so health news. Now, you know we always got to talk about a a little bit of COVID. It's starting to get a little testy out there because now we're starting to see all these mandates where, you know, you got to be vaccinated to do this and that. And you're seeing it in sports and, you know, sports leagues. They got to be vaccinated or they can't do this. They can't do that. Now it's like people just being able to go to work and it's getting real fucking testy out there. And because people are so hesitant and we're, you know, we've, we've hit the plateau with the vaccine, we've hit the fucking plateau. We're just, we're at a standstill for this thing to go away because the variant is so bad. People are getting sick, people are dying. And, you know, the people, it's like, we're protected for the most part because I'm fully vaccinated, but a lot of people are just out there 
waiting to get something real bad. And, you know, it is this, like, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do here? How do we, if you're not going to get vaccinated, then we just got to tighten up protocols for you so that, you know, we, we, you need to be monitored more with your health, which is, you know, it's a, it's an okay idea. It's like, it'd be easier if you just got vaccinated, but you know, there is this worry. There's this research that everybody does and people are worried about their rights and their body autonomy. And I get that, but I do think that there's always going to be this worry about everything in our lives that we use, that we consume uh, we don't know exactly if down the road it is going to affect us or make us sick. You know, a lot of things cause cancer right now that you use in your life and you don't really give it any thought. And you rub it on your body, you, you know, wash it on your hind parts. And this stuff has been proven to cause cancer. So it's funny, everyone's picking their battles. And it's just, you know, I, I, I feel like we're running out of brain power on this. Something has to break here one way or another. So that is why I got a scientist on the podcast. I haven't had a guest on here in forever. Her name is Dr. Chrissy. Dr. Chrissy, what a friendly, fun name for a doctor. And apparently she's going to calm your friggin' nerves about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm from Oakland Park, and I'm here for the children. What? There is zero evidence that COVID-19 exists in the world. Whoa. PCR tests are recalled. Uh, this is a pandemic. Fake what? virus, bioweapon jab. Oh. Fake president. Uh. You will not experiment on my children. It's always been about the children. We know you're coming for the children. Uh. We will not comply. We only answer to God. Oh, no, not him. People are waking up. Nothing can stop what is coming. <laughs> you vote yes, you will all be tried for crimes against humanity. Children don't disappear. 800,000 children in the United States disappear. Where do they go? Human trafficking is the real pandemic. <laughs> the mainstream media doesn't cover it. There's no virus. The media is the virus. The politicians, Hollywood, are all involved. Please vote no today. I'm begging you. I want to thank you. I want you to think real hard about these children. Trump won. Oh, I I am so sorry about that. I thought someone named Dr. Chrissy was legit. She said that she got her her medical degree online, but I, I guess I guess she got it from Facebook. You know they are giving those out nowadays. Dr. Chrissy. The pandemic is fake. Trump won. I love how those two get tied together like a like a, an old lady knitting a sweater in a chair. <laughs> the 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 uh election has been rigged and there is no pandemic. All these people dying. We're not even worrying about them. We're just thinking about the children, the 800,000 children that she's worried about. And let me tell you something right now. I'm not a, someone to body shame on this podcast. I want you to love your body, whatever shape or size you are. But there's no fucking way she is at risk of human trafficking. I will tell you that. 
she is not at risk. But this is what we're dealing with, folks. As you can tell, this is the problem. Now, if we didn't have internet right now, if we didn't have internet at all through this, we would just have a bunch of people listening to the fucking health professionals, right? That's what we'd be doing. People would be running to the library, going through old medical journals from the 1920s, going, hold on a second. Would that be happening? No. It's because, you know, everything is too accessible now. And now we don't know what is legit anymore. And this is, Dr. Chrissy is proving that. She is proving that. So as long as there's Dr. Chrissy's out there, we ain't ending this pandemic, pandemic, pandemic anytime soon. Move on to the uh, health news of the spicy chicken Wendy's burger. Look, I got problems with jalapeno. I got problems with uh, meat-infused spice. I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. So it's time for me to say goodbye to jalapenos. And that is a wrap on the spicy. I don't know what has happened to Wendy's. They used to have a real good spicy chicken sandwich. Now it's like... It's, I'm get it. I always get a disgruntled teenage cook. Why can't I have a teenage cook who loves his job, who puts his love and effort into slapping those things together? I can't even get that anymore. So that's part of it. It's just like I go into the first bite knowing it's going to be terrible, just the way that it feels in my hands. But this is a fast food podcast, and we do have to support the fast food industry because, you know, they get a lot of flack the fast food industry, and, you know, they're people too. And some of the ways that they are getting better is they are trying to have more plant-based food put into their menu. Now, it doesn't really, you know, like McDonald's really, they'll throw in a salad, a side salad here or there, but I don't think they really want to touch the vegan burgers, veggie burgers, anything like that. They don't want to, they don't even want to go there. Okay. They probably got way too many deals with big beef, you know, big meat. They just can't, like, they probably have contracts where they cannot infuse a veggie burger into their menu or they'll be murdered. They are so deep in cow dung, they can't get out. But A&W, while their burgers, while the, the whole experience is, you know, somewhat disappointing, let's be honest. A&W is a bit of a bit of a drag for the most part. Don't love their burgers, but they do have the Beyond Meat Burger, which I do like. I think that anytime I go there to get a burger, I'm going to get the Beyond Meat Burger. But now they just released Beyond Meat Chicken Nuggets. Okay. So I tried them and I gave a little review. Stay tuned. Okay, hey guys, it's me. I, did Matt throw to me? Did he throw to me? I'm here doing the taste test. I'm in my car, and I'm staring at a Silver City that I used to go to in high school, and I just came from buying jeans at my high school job. I uh, want to die. But anyway, let's give these a shot. I'm just going to do one tester here to see what these damn things are about. The Beyond Meat Nugs. 
Okay, no sauce. We're gonna see what it's like on its own. All right, texture. Looks pretty real, looks like a little nub. Looks like a little puck of gristle. I like it so far, it's got a dark texture, looks crunchy. Um, let's, let's take a shot. Okay. it's pretty good it definitely be better with some sauce but I would say overall pretty good substitute seems to be you know as with Beyond Meat there's always a little bit of a weird aftertaste something only that like meat people will really notice not sure if it's that big of a deal don't really care I really usually enjoy this food as you know so yeah you know I'll give it a last bite I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10 <laughs> okay that was my uh, in car in car review for the Beyond Meat uh, chicken nuggets Beyond Meat nuggets from A&W and, okay, I did give it a seven. I will say that what I did not say in the review is that I feel like they may have been a little overcooked. They looked a, they looked a little scorched. Now, I don't know if they got to decrease the timer on the deep fryer. I don't know. But felt maybe that was part of the weird taste after. Had like, you know, it, it almost, it just had a bit of a taste had a bit of a, like a burning or something, you know, like something like that. So anyway, they're pretty delicious. I will still say that. And I think that if they were a little less cooked, they would have been really good. And when I, when I ate them with sauce, they were great. But I do have to say, and this is, listen to me, this comes from someone that loves eating this kind of stuff. But all this substitute stuff for me does not taste like meat. It's close. It's close enough. But when you you have a vegans or vegetarians that are like, this tastes exactly like meat, it's just not true. And I think it's been a long time for some people out there that they've had meat, and that's great. But you have forgotten, I think. You've been eating terrible tofu burgers and you know just you, you've seen the worst of the vegetarian burger and this is definitely a far cry it's far away from that kind of experience you know i've had some bad veggie burgers in my day i had like peas hanging out of them and shit and just not good but these you know they are making the impossible burger i've said i love them they they do have a taste though they do have, uh, it's it's just something that you can't, you know, maybe it's just a meat eater thing, you know, because people who eat meat so often, you'll notice that difference. I notice it on the burp up, mostly, you know, that's where you get it at its core, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is a different thing. This doesn't taste like anything I've had before, but I still love it. And I will say that just in comparison, let's just quickly go over what a 10-piece. I bought a 10-piece. So a 10-piece of Beyond Meat Nuggets are 500 calories. The serving size is 200 grams. 
is 26 grams of fat, 30 grams of protein, that's a ton, 2.4 grams of sugar, carbs, 37 grams, saturated fat, 0.3 grams, saturated, or sorry, that was trans fat, saturated fat, 4 grams, no cholesterol, 8 grams of fiber, 864 milligrams of salt. That seems a bit high, um, but, you know, if you're having it as a one meal, as your big meal, I guess it's not too big of a problem. 46% calcium of your daily value, 8% of your iron, 60% of your vitamin A, and 2% of your vitamin C. Now, just to compare, now I'm going to the kings, the kings of a McNugget, the king of a chicken nugget, McDonald's. Nobody does chicken nuggets like they do. They are the best. Now, a 10-piece of those is 159 grams, so it's 40 grams less than the Beyond Me ones. And the calories are 410. So I think if, you know, they were a bit bigger, if you had that extra 40 grams, they'd be somewhere up around the 500 that the Beyond Me one has. There's 23 grams of fat. There is 70 milligrams of cholesterol. So, of course, Beyond Me doesn't have any of that. Sodium, 750 milligrams. Again, kind of comp- comparable to the uh, Beyond Meat ones as far as serving size goes. 26 grams of carbs and no fiber. Zero fiber in the chicken ones. Of course, there's no fiber in meat. There's no sugar. Okay, zero sugar. Uh, there's 26 grams of protein. That's a hefty uh, bunch. And then there's no vitamin A, C, iron. A, iron is 8% and calcium is 2%. So you're getting a lot more nutrition from the Beyond Meat ones. So that is something to think about. I think they are, you know, obviously the, the McNuggets are a 10 out of 10. I'm not going to lie. They are delicious. And the Beyond Meat ones, maybe I was a little too hard on them. But they are definitely, definitely like a, a seven and a half to an eight for sure. So moving on to our last health news, all that other shit will be brief today because, you know, I go too long. I ramble, but you guys love it. My people in Albania love it. My people in Italy love it. My people in Ireland love it. America, what up? These are all the people that listen to the podcast. I've just got a small bunch in Canada, really because I don't promote this shit anymore. This is for you to find. But, you know, ever since I started shaving, you know, what has popped out? What have I released to the world? My double chin. So since I've gained weight over these years, you know, I've I've had a bit of a double chin here, and it's very difficult for me because there was a time in my life where You could fucking cut meat with my jawline, you know, 15 years ago. (laughs) And I don't, I want to be one of those people that just doesn't have it. So I'm trying to do some workouts. I'm trying to like, of course, do some dieting and exercises. I'm always doing dieting. I guess I could do a lot more of if I'm eating Beyond Meat nuggets. And (laughs) yeah, I can only do so much. This is a fast food pro fast food podcast. So... I looked up something on Healthline. How can I get rid of my double chin? And they had some exercises there. So apparently what 
a double chin is, is called submental fat. It's a common condition, and it occurs when a layer of fat formed below your chin. Now, a double chin is often associated with weight gain, but you also don't have to have over, you don't have to be overweight to to have a double chin. It can be genetics or looser skin resulting from aging. You know, I see a lot of old people that get the waddle 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 waddle. So, they do have some exercises here, and I have been doing them. Nothing crazy. It's just kind of the way you jet out your jaw or use a little ball. Anyways, let's go through some of these exercises right now that they give you. So if you've got a little, if you want to tighten up underneath the chin, maybe you try these for a month and, you know, see what happens. Okay, number one, the straight jaw jet. You're going to tilt your head back. You're going to look at the ceiling, push your lower jaw forward and feel a stretch under the chin. Now hold that jaw jet for about a 10 second count. Relax your jaw and return your head to a neutral position. Number two, the ball exercise. Now, if you have a nine to 10 inch ball under your chin, or, you know, I have kind of like a stress ball that looks like a puck, put it under your chin and press your chin down against the ball. Do it 25 times. Number three, pucker up, baby. With your head tilted back, look at the ceiling. Pucker your lips as if you're kissing the ceiling to stretch the area beneath your chin. Stop puckering. Bring your head back to its normal position once you're done. Number four, the tongue stretch. Looking straight ahead, stick your tongue out as far as you can. Lift your tongue upward and toward your nose. Hold for 10 seconds, then release. The next stretch, tilt your head back. Look at the ceiling. Press your tongue against the roof of your mouth. Hold for five to 10 seconds. And the last one, bottom jaw jut. Tilt your head back and look at the ceiling. Turn your head to the right. Slide your bottom jaw forward. Do your best sling sling blade you can do. (laughs) Hold it for five to 10 seconds. You're gonna feel it. Repeat the process with your head turned to the left. And that is it for the double chin workouts. And make sure you get this music when you do it. <laughs> so, that you know, I'm trying to do some of those. You know, I'm trying to, especially being an actor, it's, it's a thing. You know, like you have to either embrace it or you have to bend your head forward so much uh, as to hide it from the camera. Uh, that is a little trick that you can do if you're doing auditions. But uh, as of course, also just, you know, diet, exercise, unless it's genetic, it'll probably go away with that. You can also get like lipolysis, which is like liposuction and some other kind of like mesotherapy, which is like where they inject compounds into your neck. (laughs) And that is pretty much, you know, that's it for the health news. That's it for your double chin workout. <laughs> okay, some other shit. We'll keep it real fucking quick here. Just a couple of things that I've noticed. A um, couple of, you know, random things that I think might be helpful for you as you go through life. Here's a tip. Why don't you get yourself a collapsible cane? 
That's right. If you're in your like mid thirties, that's like old age now. If you're a millennial and you're in your mid thirties, you are an old person. And you know the the constant uh, letdown of this world and stress of this world will have you bumping into things, stubbing and breaking toes, uh, having you know pulled muscles. It's a it's a real nightmare out there for us. So get yourself a collapsible cane, something that you can put away when you're not using it, but it's ready to go when you need it. I have one. I've actually had to use it more than once for different ailments and, and, and uh, you know, torn this or torn that. And I got to say, I'd like to bring canes in like top hats used to be. I'd like to have the cane a part of society. I think it'd be cool. Thank you very much. Matt Damon, why can't he say anything right he can't. He's just, I don't know what's happening with Matt Damon. Is he just getting old? He thinks that uh, it's the end of the movie star. The The movie star will cease to exist. And it, it's terrible because he he doesn't understand what he's saying. You know, it's like, yes, this golden era is coming to an end, but it was a pretty problematic era with all these golden stars and shit that, you know, was it? <laughs> is it something we should really be hanging on to Matt Damon my god like please stop telling us lessons that your daughter has taught you about how to exist in this world you should know better uh, not surprised you are from Boston and we all know what Boston is like at its root but Mr. Matt Damon you know I'm, a, I'm an on and off fan and I will continue to be good sir Last thing I'll say is I've watched the Woodstock 99 doc. And, you know, at first I was going to say my generation fucking sucks. Like watching that doc, seeing all these young white guys being complete monsters makes me feel like, you know, I'm a part of the worst possible race you could be a part of with the most privilege. It's very strange, but they are actually Gen Xers. The majority of people that went to that concert, because I'm an early millennial and I would have been 15 years old at that concert. That's pretty young. People are drinking and, you know, shitting and pissing everywhere. It was apparently just, you know, they were trying to emulate the, you know, sloshing around in mud but it was actually human shit because all the porta potties were overflowing and people were there's footage on the beside these porta potties covered in shit they're just like they think it's mud apparently it was just a nightmare it was a fucking nightmare i don't think we ever need to have a woodstock again it seems like there's a lot of other concert festivals that that are, are much more successful and organized i don't know what it is about woodstock but, you know, it had its time in the in the 60s, and I think it should have stayed there. I didn't even realize there was a Woodstock 94. No one ever talks about that. Now, that was definitely Gen Xers. But, yeah, it was disappointing. You know, you see the white people, and they they just disappoint you so much in every turn of life, don't they? <laughs> Watch the doc. Watch watch the shit show that is Woodstock '99, and to think that you know these, like we had such shit music, like Limp Biscuit, like that fucking sucks. 
that was the music that everyone was liking then? When I was in like high school and junior high and shit? This guy was cool? Did you see fucking Fred Durst now? What the fuck is going on? Terrible music. Terrible fucking angry racist misogynist shit. Kid Rock. Get the fuck out of here, Kid Rock. Get the fuck out of here. Dear God. That's it. Check out that Woodstock 99 doc. Also watch Val. Watch the Val Kilmer doc. It's pretty interesting. You know, one of those actors, huge asshole, I'm sure to be on set with, but he's a bit of an artist, and I kind of like him. Good night.